what's up friends bet the universe back after a little hiatus for the holiday dennis perez roel cabral saturday january 2nd 2021 my friends we have hit the new year bro how you doing brother how was the new year how was the christmas everything was good week 17 ready ready to give out some gifts for the new year that's right ready to get into this week 17 want to congratulate bet the universe this is we we got through an nba season in the bubble and we did uh we did an mlb season but it was so short and this is our first full season under the banner of bet the universe of a normal season uh the nfl being here so we you know very happy to finish up with the week 17 here and then we'll get into the playoffs next week but yeah first things first playoffs bet the universe.podbean.com spotify itunes want to get all that out the way first before we start rolling Ro, you ready? Yes, sir. Cowboys Giants, the first one we're going to get into. Cowboys favored by one and a half on the road. Total 44 and a half. Ro, your thoughts, my friend? Yeah, this is a big game, D. Big game for the NFC East here. I mean, at the end of the day, it might not mean anything if the Redskins win. But going into this game, both these teams have a chance to make the playoffs if Washington does lose. So breaking the game down. We see how well the Cowboys been playing lately and how bad the Giants been playing lately. I mean, the Cowboys in the division, D, good history, 14-6 and six against the spread versus the division. They got seven straight wins against the Giants. They're 6-1 and one against the spread in those games. I mean, the Giants, D, as dogs, they're not a dependable team, haven't been this year and for a while now. 4-23 and 23, straight up as dogs, bad. At home, they've been bad, 5-17 and 17 against the spread. That's not good. You know, so it's kind of scary going into this game if you're a Giant fan, I think. Both teams still in play for the division, although they'll need help later on in the day from Washington. Cowboys with a better chance, of course. Uh, three straight wins coming into this one for the Cowboys, uh, when, and, and they've scored 30 or more in all those games. Also, seven straight wins versus the G-Men outright, so there's a, a strong trend there. And the Giants just playing poor, like Ro mentioned. Three straight losses by 14 or more points coming into this one. In five straight games, they haven't gone over 20 points scored, so the offense is a mess, the defense is a mess. Like, I like the Cowboys with the short line here. It just Me looks too. pretty obvious. Um, sixty-eight percent of the of the money of the of the bets are coming in on Dallas, but eighty-eight percent of the money. So I mean, all the money swinging on Dallas side doesn't scare me one bit. I think Dallas wins this one. I like Dallas too. D. I mean, one couple nuggets here. In the past thirty years, so we're going back a little something. When the when the Giants have been alive in the playoff race in Week Seventeen, D. Seven and one straight up. So when the Giants have needed a win, they have came through. In the same position for Dallas, they two and six, and three and five against the spread. So if you're looking at, if you're a Giant fan, that goes well for you. I like Dallas here. I like the way that Dallas has been playing. I, I like the way that their offense has been playing. Their defense creating turnovers. I got a big lean here for the Dallas Cowboys. D. Like we'll get into the, all the picks later on, uh, but Rossi does have a strong lean here, so looking forward to that. We're gonna get into the other New York team, the New York Jets against the New England Patriots. This one's interesting, although both teams are not in play for the playoffs. Obviously, Patriots a three-point favorite at home, and the total was thirty-nine and a half. Yeah, the Jets—they've already secured the number two spot, so they really don't have much to play with. Play for here. And, I mean, New England, they got New England projected around to get the 15th pick. Uh, when you look at the history of these teams, the Pats, they won the last nine meetings. The Pats, 11-1 and one straight up against the Jets at home. I mean, a lot of history on the Pats side here against the Jets. Bill loves to beat up on this team. I lean, if, I lean under here, and I give a slight lean to the Pats. 
just because I know how much Bill loves to beat up on the Jets, but I'm really not interested in this game as far as betting-wise, D. There's too many other games on, on schedule that I like. As Ro mentioned, the Jets have locked up the second pick in the 2021 draft. The Jaguars have locked up the number one, so that's not really a, an issue coming into this game here at all. Jets have not won in New England since 2008. Been a long time since they got a win up there in New England. And for as far as all the games this year, the Jets have trailed 62% of all games this year. I believe that's up there. I think it's the most yeah, out of, of all probably. teams in the NFL. Patriots have uh, Brady. I mean, not Brady. Uh, Cam having issues just getting touchdowns to what? What he has four touchdowns thrown this year yeah, to like 12 and it's something bad like that, but. Only four Five receiving seven. touchdowns by wide receivers or tight ends this year, like in all the all season long for New yeah, England. Pretty awful on offense. They get most of their production from the running game. Three straight double-digit losses coming into this one for New England, and the first losing season since 2000 where they went 5-11. and 11. I believe that was Bill's first season with, uh, with the franchise. Yeah. So, yeah, a mess of a game here, but, you know, I guess the here? Patriots are paying for... Yeah, my lean is the Jets, man. Yeah, I like the, the Jets, plus right? three here. I like the Jets, though, the way the Jets have been playing the last two games. They obviously don't care about winning. They've been playing well. They beat good teams the last two weeks. I think the Jets well, get it done here. Well, D, if you like the Jets, they in, the Pats are 1-4 straight up when they're favored, and they're 0-5 against the spread when they're favored. So the Pats being favored in this game means nothing. They've been losing these games when they're favored. I would tend to agree with you. I just like Bill... Beating up on the Jets in that kind of spot. I know Bill still wants to get wins. And, and also, Jets. 40%, 48% of the bets on the Jets, but 94% of the money coming in on the Jets. So, oh, wow. just a lot of money coming in on the New York Jets for this game right here. Maybe somebody's seeing something Public out there. Is down huh? on a bill over there. We're going to move on to the. I mean, they've been they've been awful this year on offense. And yeah. the way with the Jets been playing this last week, it looks, it looks like the Jets You're can right. go in there and have a real chance of winning. Dolphins versus Bills, the next one. Uh, playoff implications here for the Dolphins. Well, strong playoff implications here because they're trying to get in. I think Bills are trying to get a, a two or three seed here. So the, Bills, yeah. the game might yeah. not mean much to Buffalo. It's two and a half at home for Buffalo. 42 and a half is the, is the total. Yeah. My biggest question in this game, D, is will the Bills play their guys? I don't know if they will. I don't think they should, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a couple of things that play here. These guys are division opponents, so you know the Bills probably – they know that they could keep the Dolphins out with a possible win, so that might come into play here. Breaking it down, D, I was looking at Xavier Howard's numbers. Ten interceptions, D. First defender in 13 years to be double digits in, in interceptions. So that's pretty impressive as far as Xavier Howard goes. And and also, let me throw in for Xavier Howard, yeah. the, all the interceptions are off different quarterbacks. I believe nine wow. different quarterbacks. Interesting. Last player to do that double-digit thing was Antonio Cromartie. So I know you guys remember him and all his kids. Uh, Miami, <laughs> D. Miami number one in defense, scoring defense, 18.8. They're really good. They're really good as underdogs. 15 and 5 against the spread as underdogs. They covered the last four games as dogs. I mean, I kind of like Miami here just because they're dogs here. Three and a half points. They have to win. And I feel the Bills will sit, guys, here, D. Gun to my head. I take Miami plus the points. Miami, 9 and 2 since week 5. Tua, 10 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Now, remember, Fitz is not available for this one. So you're just getting Tua in this one unless they go to the third True. string guy. Roll mentioned Xavier Howard with all the picks, double digits now. He's having a fantastic year. 
Bills have strong trends coming into this end as well, but you don't know if they're playing their guys. So you just have to make sure you keep an eye on that before game time. But they have won four straight times against Miami. They are 6-1 and one against Miami in the McDermott era. 5-0 mm. and oh this season against the AFC East, although they've never finished the season undefeated against the division. So that's something they've never done. And again, if, if they're not playing their guys, then I think Miami would be the play in this one. Yeah, D. And Josh Allen, too. He's had a good history against the Dolphins, D. 17 touchdowns, only three picks. That's really good. The question we keep saying is, how long will they play? If they play, how long will they play? I don't think they play the whole game. If they do play, got, I got to lean Dolphins here. What, what do you think as far as the game here, D? Yeah, I'm going to lean Dolphins in this one as well. For the same, Again, 42% of the bets on Miami. So Buffalo is getting a larger percentage of the bets, but 89% of the money coming in on Miami. Wow. So people see what we see. They know that the guys are not going to play on Buffalo more than likely. And... You know, Dolphins ultra-motivated to get that playoff spot. One thing I want to mention about Buffalo, for any Buffalo bettors that are looking to bet them in the playoffs coming uh, starting next week, for the first 10 weeks of the season, the defense were giving up 26.5 points per game. These last five weeks, that's gone down to 16.8 nice. points per game, so a full 10 points less for any Buffalo bettors looking to bet them going into the wild card weekend next week and beyond. Let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Ravens favored by 13 on the road. Another win and in situation here. The total is 43 and a half in this one. Yeah, story has to be the Ravens a playoff uh, opportunity here. They clinch and they win and they, they clinch with a win uh, or a Browns loss or a Colts loss. So they have a few ways of getting in. I mean, we know how good the Ravens are on the road. They got five straight road covers here. They're great in the division, 7-1 and one against the spread, the last eight division games. They're the only team to never get a loss as a double-digit favorite at 41-0. and 0. That's a franchise, uh, um, that the only franchise to do that in, in these spots. So, I mean, you got a number one rushing attack. You got a top six scoring offense, and you got a top six scoring defense. Uh, there's going to be a lot of money coming in on the Ravens, I'm sure. And they'll be part of one of my plays for sure. Ravens, D. All, all, the only thing you can take in this game is the Ravens, right? Yeah, strong and strong agreement with you, my brother. Four straight wins versus Cincinnati. They last played them week five. They won that game 27-3. to In that game, they only allowed 205 yards of total offense to Cincinnati and only left them on three points scored. So, mm. I mean, you got to love Baltimore in this matchup against Cincinnati. The line is 13. Of course, if you could get that down somehow in a teaser or yep. if you're just brave enough to take it outright, I like it both ways. Also, again... Winning in situation for Baltimore like against it. a team that they normally dominate. So we like it here. Just going to give you this one. There's more discrepancy as far as betting and money percentage here. So 69% of the bets are coming in on Baltimore and 64% of the money. Which are more, more even there between the two sides uh, than the, the games we just previously mentioned. The one thing, I'll tell you this. The Bengals have been good against the spread this year. If you're, if you're take, thinking about taking Baltimore. And the Bengals did have a two back-to-back... They had two back-to-back -back big dog wins. They have two wins Texans, coming, yeah. yeah. They beat the Texans as a dog, as a seven-point dog, and then they beat the Steelers on the road, too. That, that's huge, you know? But I don't expect the same thing. I think they already got those wins out the way. Ravens are not going to lose to this team in this spot. Bengals haven't won three straight games since 2015, so mm -hmm. they do have the two coming into this one, but, okay. you know. 
This is a big one. This is this will be the biggest of the three if they get this one by sure, far. Sure. Uh, we're gonna go Pittsburgh Steelers and Browns next. Uh, this is an interesting game in, in in its own right because of the situation with Big Ben maybe starting. Well, he's not starting, and the yeah. Browns needing to win this to get in as well. Nine and a half at home favorite. That would normally not be the case if Big Ben was playing. You know that. So Browns nine and a half favorites at home. Forty two and a half is the total here. Yeah, it's not just Big Ben either, D. I'm sure the Steelers are gonna be resting a lot of their guys. But, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's still a tough spot, I think, for Mayfield. The reason why, Steelers as dogs, 12-3-1 against the spread. A lot of those wins as dogs, D, a lot of those spread wins as dogs were with Mason Rudolph last year because they were dogs a lot last year. So Mason Rudolph has been covering in those spots. On the road, the, the Steelers are known to go under. Nine of the last thir- nine of the last twelve games that they faced with the Browns have been under, and just sixteen and f- sixteen of the last twenty games on the road have been under for the Steelers. So I would take a nice little look at the under if you want to look at some value. And obviously here you also got Mason Rudolph D against Miles Garrett. So that might be a, you might see a meeting of, of of those guys in the backfield. No. Yeah, you, you mean? I mean, I mean, and, and let me give a quick refresher. This is the game last year where. Uh, Miles Garrett hit him over the head with a helmet yeah. Yeah. and missed the rest of the year, got suspended for the rest of the season, but I believe. Um, yeah, Mason Rudolph, I, I mean, aside from that incident that happened, he's also a bad quarterback in the NFL. He's, yeah. a, he's a bad starting quarterback, although uh, maybe he's in, uh, progressed from last year to now, but we won't be we able to see, see that until tomorrow. I think but, he plays um, for a half. They were talking about him playing for one half and the other, Dobbs. Doc Hodges? No, Dobbs. They have okay, gonna, Doc, Justin Hodges. Right, right. They're going to play him for the second half. So, yeah, also in that game against the Browns last year where Mason Bruder started, he did throw four picks in that contest last year. Again, Browns coming into this with a win and end situation. Uh, Baker's only thrown one pick over his last eight games. So he's, you know, they, uh, pretty much turnover free in these last half of the season here. Uh, one funny thing about the Browns here: ten straight Week Seventeen losses. Yeah, that's weird. And also, D zero and seven against the spread against the division, and Baker against the conference not good. Eleven and twenty against the spread against the conference. So, but I, I think they sneak the win for sure. You you might I, I know we discuss maybe a, a little play later with this game, and, and I and I and I agree with you. You know, I think the Browns have to win this game, D. There's uh, 63% of the bets coming in on Pittsburgh with 53% of the money coming in on Cleveland. Mm. So I'm, I'm sure that's because of the high line here. Um, Ro mentioned I, I want to do something uh, with this in a, in a teaser later on. I just like okay. the Browns to win here. Um, and, you know, being that Big Ben's not starting, Mason Rudolph is in the game here, and the Steelers probably, as Ro mentioned, sit a bunch of other people out as well. So. Yeah. We'll see about we'll, we'll revisit this situation later. We're gonna move on to Minnesota against the Lions, the Vikings against the Lions. Vikings favored by seven on the road, and this one's fifty-four and a half the total. Yeah, with all the good games out there, this one is definitely not not one that I'm circling on the board. But you know, if you're looking at this game, I would look at I would look at the over. Lions been over at home. I always talk about Lions being over at home. Eleven of the last thirteen games over at home. I mean, right now the Lions are projected for the seventh pick. Vikings are projected for 13. Is Matthew Stafford going to play in this game? That's what you got to be concerned with if you're betting on this game. He had an ankle injury. And right now, the Vikings, they failed to cover the last six. So it doesn't inspire too much confidence for me. Uh, It's a layoff for me. But uh, it's small lean on the over here, D. 
This one, uh, well, Vikings do have good history against Detroit. They beat them six straight times. Uh, I know Justin Jefferson is going for that Randy Moss Viking rookie record in this okay. one. I believe it's thirteen uh, uh, 1,313 yards. That was Randy Moss's record. Justin has... Uh, 1267 at the minute so a i mean player prop right yeah he's he's, he's right there he's about about he's 40 prop. or 50 so. yards away from the rookie record i'm sure they're gonna, gonna get him the ball and try and get him over that um the lions weirdly have played for three different coaches this year because wow. of covid and the firing of uh patricia early in the year that's a rare uh oddity that almost never happens in the nfl so yeah three different coaching uh, uh for the for the lions this year Small lean to the Vikings. Really don't care about this one at all. Just doesn't inspire much for me as far as uh, taking money out of my pocket. Wrong? Same? Yeah, same for me. Small small lean on the over, but yeah, I'd rather stay away from this game. There, there's no, there's no, I don't want to bet on this game for sure. More mm-hmm. better games out there. Uh, Falcons at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers favored by seven at home. Falcons, uh, or, or the game, 50 and a half is the total. Yeah, the Falcons, a lot of people think they might not have anything to play for here, but... D, they're actually in. There's a possibility they could get the number three pick. So if anything, I think they might sit guys here, rest guys here. They're looking at a top five pick for sure, but they got a chance at the three. Uh, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, a win gives them the number one wild card position, and they'll be facing the NFC lease. You know, the winner of the NFC lease. So th- that's a, that's something to play for for Tampa here. They've um. These teams, traditionally, when they play each other, if you're looking for a reliable wager, you're looking at the over. They've gone over eight of the last nine, so I would take a look at that, at the 50.5 total. But besides that, I like the Bucks here, maybe in a teaser or something like that. Uh, I do like the Bucks to win this game, D. I think they'll play their guys and try to get win. The this. money percentage on the Bucks of this one is through the roof. Ninety-eight percent of the money on Tampa Bay. Sixty-nine percent of the bets on Tampa Bay. Uh, and I, yeah, I understand why because of the Tom's history against the Falcons, right? You always see torches this team. I just decided I'm gonna add one of these plays, and, and it's gonna be including the Bucks, just because I just I feel like I just missed this one, but I do like the Bucks to win this game. All right, well, I'm looking forward to I'm that pick from Roski. He's yeah. gonna add something there. Uh, Falcons four consecutive defeats coming into this one. They all by one score. Um, Buccaneers. Not much. I, don't, I mean, a lot has been mentioned or about Tom Brady and the inconsistency about the offense, but they are averaging twenty nine point nine points points per game this mm. year. Thirty, pretty much thirty points per game this year, pretty and that's good. with all the scrutiny. And it is also and a Tampa injuries. Bay franchise record. Um, so even in in all the the best years of of Winston, he had the year last year where he threw yeah. for about four thousand. He didn't. Uh, he they were an averaging thirty a game. And on the defensive side, they have three different defensive players with ASAC or more on Tampa Bay. I mean, nice. you know, I don't like. I don't think Falcons are gonna be much motivated. In fact, maybe Roski's right, and they tank this one well, just for that third. I pick. mean, they're in a good spot right there to get the three. Looking forward to seeing what Roski does here with maybe in a teaser or something, right? Yeah, I'm thinking about a teaser with the Bucks here for sure. We're gonna move on to the Packers at the Bears. Packers favored by four and a half on the road, and this one's fifty-one and a half the total. Bears D and Packers both have incentive to win this game. If the Bears win, they're in, or they actually could get in with an Arizona loss. So there are a couple of ways for them to get in. For the Packers, they clinch a bye week with a win or a Seattle loss. So they're going to be looking to win this game. These games will be played at the same time with, with Seattle side by side. So they won't be able to sit their guys in this game. They've won 18 of the last 21 against the Bears, 15 and 5 against the spread against the Bears. Rodgers, tons of history against them. 18-7 and seven against the spread. Rodgers covered the last three meetings. 
I like the I like Green Bay here, D. I think they keep their divisional rivals out of the playoffs best they can and, and try to re- get that bye week as well. Yeah, uh, A-Rod, first player in NFL history with over 40 touchdowns thrown and less than five interceptions thrown in a season. So, you know, A-Rod's been rolling. He's probably uh, on his way to an MVP this season. Yeah, yeah. Bears, out of their eight wins, only one has been against a team with a winning record this year, and that was mm. Tampa Bay wow. way back on a Thursday night football game. Well, uh, not much. I don't have much else stat-wise in this game. Oh, just one weird thing here, because there's 71 percent of the bets coming in on Green Bay, but 83 percent of the money is on Chicago. So I just want to throw that wow. out there. What do you like? I like ten, I like Green Bay in this one. Lean on Green Bay. Yeah, I like Green Bay in this one because uh, of the dominance over the franchise. Do you think if Green Bay looks up at the scoreboard? And see Seattle losing. Do you think they start resting their guys here, D, during this game? Or do you think because it's a division rival and an opportunity to keep the Bears out, that they continue to play this game full out? What time is Seattle's game? It's during the same time. But if four? you think they look About up, four o'clock. If you think they look up and they see Seattle down a couple of scores, do you think that that changes anything that they do? It depends how late. Depends guys? how late in the game it is. I hear you. All right, just wondering, just wondering. But it is weird that all that money's coming in on Chicago. It is, yeah. Gives me a little pause here. I mean, you would think Green Bay wants that bye week, though. I mean, you know, I don't see how they how they not playing full out here. You know, that's a bye week up at stake. I think they're still gonna play all out here. Let's move on. We're gonna go to the Las Vegas Raiders against the Denver Broncos. Not much at stake in this one. Two and a half. The Raiders are favored by on the road. Fifty and a half is the total. Yeah, it's tough. This is one of those tough games to watch. <laughs> Not games if you don't have any money. I mean, you shouldn't have... I, I wouldn't put any money on this game here, D. There's, you know, you don't know. The Raiders traditionally in December and January, regular season games, they've been awful. They're 5-14. and 14. That's the worst record in the league in the NFL. So they've been pretty bad in those games. Uh, Denver right now projected for a top 10 pick. So they don't really have incentive to win here. Las Vegas is projected for 17. I mean, Locke is going to be on display here. He's trying to still lock up that lock up that, that quarterback position. But I, I don't know what to think here. The last five um, games against these two, between these two teams, the Raiders have covered. So I guess there's a small lean there for the Raiders. Plus, the Raiders are going for a 500 record, which I guess is also a little motivation there. I guess I lean Raiders here, D, but I probably stay away from this game. Raiders five and two on the road this season. Broncos are two and five at home. Uh, Raiders one and five their last six weeks. That pretty much knocked them out the playoffs right there. Did uh, they've been a lot? The defense has been porous this year. I'll say that about the Raiders. They've been allowing around thirty points per game all season long. Uh, in this series, the home team has won the last nine. Doesn't really sway what I think about this one. I think the Raiders win. Slight lean on the Raiders two and a half. Yeah. We're going to move on to the Jaguars and the Colts. Jaguars at the Colts. Colts favored by two touchdowns at home. And this one's 49 and a half, the total. Yeah, this is a big, big game here for the Colts, D. And they, they've still got a lot of injuries on the offensive line. I believe Costanzo's out now for the year. The other guard is still having issues. They have backups that, that, that are injured and are going to be out for this game. So that's a big thing right now for the Colts. Uh, they win. And they win the div- and they Titans lose and they win the division. So that's one way for the Colts to get in. The other way the Colts could get in is if they win and they they get either get a loss by the Ravens, Browns, or Dolphins. So multiple ways for them to get in. The Jags are locked in at one, so it, they're not necessarily going to be tanking in this game. James Robinson is out in this game, D, 
and one more thing. I mean, the Jags have a great history against the Colts. Going back to 2015, 9-1-1 against the spread. They had that big win, win in week one against the Colts. You know, so then you got that going there. So, I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't be too fearful of the, of the Jags in this spot here. But they do have good history against the Colts. Uh, Jags are guaranteed the number one pick. So, nothing's getting swayed here uh, as far as that. They have allowed 145.3 rushing yards per game, but they have defeated the Colts in week one, right? The one win of the season the against the Colts. Uh, Colts coming off last week's game against the Steelers where they blew a 17-point lead, so they had a bad taste in their mouth coming out from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a high spread right here. Too high for me to take the Colts. I'll actually lean the plus 14 Jaguars yeah. here. Yeah, I probably I probably just stay away from this game and maybe take it in a teaser, D. But yeah, that line is is pretty high. But I, I have a lot of confidence the Colts win this game right here. Sixty three percent of the bets coming in. This is for the spread. Sixty three percent of the bets coming in on the Colts. Eighty nine percent of okay. the money on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, a lot of people like that fourteen. That fourteen, the money. They they the want money's that money on that fourteen. On. So we are moving on to the Chargers and the Chiefs. Chargers favored by three and a half on the road. The total, a low 43 and a half. That is low, low for a Chiefs game. It is. So you know that they're going to be resting their players. The, the, you know, and, and the one thing that I was looking at was Kelsey. He needs 44 more yards than Stephon Diggs. So he needs 44 more than Stephon Diggs in this last week to be number one overall in receiving yards. And no tight end has ever led the league. I think that's a huge story. If he was to be able to accomplish that, I don't expect him to do it. I don't expect him to play much. And even six, when you look back at teams in the same kind of position where the, where the Chiefs are at, where they've already clinched home field throughout the playoffs, in the last week, 9-23, and 23, D. So they haven't had much success because they're resting their players in these spots. I would lean Chiefs here, but I'd probably just stay away from this game altogether. I mean, last uh, in the last two seasons... For the Chargers, games that well, this let me tell you something about the Chargers, right? One score games, Chiefs yeah. one score games. So in the last two seasons for both these franchises, in games decided by eight or fewer points. Now KC thirteen and five in those games, okay. Chargers seven and sixteen in those games. Yeah, they're bad. So and that you know, it, 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 one is the successful Super Bowl defending champion, and the other Anthony one just Lynn. can't get it together, right? That's but it, 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 it just goes to show you how razor thin the margins are in this game in the NFL, because. If the Chargers can get a couple of those games, you know, like they win yeah. a couple of those close ones, of they're, you know, they a playoff it. team, they're much better than where they stand now. And same thing for KC, you know, they, 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 they knock down a few pegs if they lose a couple of those games right there. Yeah. But yeah, in the NFL, everything, everything is razor thin, you know, the, the margins are razor thin. Seven straight wins by six or fewer points by the Chiefs. But again, all that goes out the window with yeah. all the players resting in this exactly. one. Uh, I see this serious money coming in on the Chargers in this one. 56% of the bets on Chargers, but 99% of the money coming in on that plus three and a half. Herbert will be motivated. I think that's the biggest thing in this game with the, with the guys sitting out. You know, Herbert's still going to try to have a good uh, showing here, no? Mm-hmm. So I, I would lean Chargers here. What do you think? you you like the backups here for the Chiefs? I'm going to lean the Chargers here, three and a half. I don't, the, the Chiefs don't care for this one, yeah. you know. And who, who is the backup for the Chiefs? Isn't it Chase Daniels? I don't believe it's Chase Daniels. Oh, no, no, I think that's, that's for Detroit. You're yeah. Right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. It's somebody that's similar to Chase Daniels, though. <laughs> a he, Chase Daniel prototype. Chase Daniel-like is the, is the <laughs> But, the yeah, I like, the, I like the char- I'll lean Chargers in this one. We're going to move on to the Cardinals and the Rams. Cardinals favored by three on the road. And this one is 40 and a half the total. 
And this one has a, a whole bunch of issues with quarterbacks as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I expect Kyler to play even though he's questionable. And then you got John Wolford who's going to get the start for the Rams. I mean, it's tough here, man, because the Rams have won seven straight against the Cardinals under McVay. You know, they're they six and one against the spread in those games. But I, I just I, I can't trust Wolford in this spot. Rams clinch with a win or a Chicago loss. Arizona needs to win to get in. So Arizona has everything to ride. This I was thinking about this as one of my plays. I do like Arizona in this game. I mean, when it comes down to it, Kyler Murray versus Wolford, you got to take Kyler in that spot. I just uh, It's just tough because the Rams' defense is top-notch, and they're still number one in the in the league, D. So, you know, it's tough to take these games. Kyler struggled a lot against the Rams in that last game especially. What do you think? Uh, Rams got the best pass defense this year. They only give up 192 through the air. Roe mentioned John Walford uh, coming in for golf in this one. Uh, Rams as a franchise, well, not as a franchise, but more recently, history 7-0 and against Arizona. That's all in the McVay era and on a 149-point differential in those seven games. If it wasn't Kyler Murray for the Cardinals, it would be Chris Trebler. That's the wow. name that I was hearing, but yeah. I, I, Roe does believe it's going to be Kyler. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's going to be Kyler because of what's on the line. I think he's going to, he's gonna, uh, you know, put, you know. He'll battle through. He's put his best foot forward and then get shot up with what they shoot up within. Gee, real quick, play the just, game. just so you know, back up for the Chiefs, Chris Henney. Chad Henney, Chad Henney. Chad Henney for Chad the Chiefs. Henney for okay, the Chiefs. so that's so. a familiar name from the yeah. past there. Um, he used to be with the Dolphins. He, he could play. Doesn't doesn't sway me. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with <laughs> Herbert and the Chargers and that I one. I agree. Herbert going for all, you know, the, all the rookie records that he's going for. He wants to put his name out there. And, you know, finish the game, finish the season strong. Seven wins. That won't be bad for the Chargers, right? Yeah. Considering That's rookie quarterback bad. starting and all that. Yeah, he didn't start from the beginning either, so. But yeah, um, gonna lean Cardinals in this one with, with what's on the line, you know, and with their starting quarterback starting. That's with with Kyler Murray if he's in. We're gonna move on to the Seahawks and the 49ers. Seahawks favored by six and a half on the road, and forty six and a half is the total here. Yeah, Seattle. Believe it or not, guys, Seattle does have something to play for here. They can still get the bye week on the number one seed. And that's only if they get this win and Green Bay loses and New Orleans loses. So they're all playing around us. They're all playing at the same time. So Seattle won't know the outcome of those games. So you might get Seattle's best effort here. I mean, they've allowed an NFL low 13.7 since week 11. So their defense has been top notch. We got San Francisco right now projected for the 14th pick. Not much to play for on that side. Historically, Seattle's dominated San Francisco 14 and 4 against the spread. You got that going for you if you're a Seattle fan. The line's not too big. I lean Seattle here at the six and a half, D. Yeah, I'm also leaning Seattle in this one right here. Uh, the defense have been playing very well the last five games. They've allowed 17 points or fewer in those five contests. 49ers only coming into this playing spoiler role. They did get the win last week against yeah, Arizona yeah. in that same spoiler role. So, I mean, you got to be alert of that. That's a factor. But, yeah, I like Seattle in this one. If you can get them on a tease, even better. But uh, I'll still uh, the six and a half works for me as well. Uh, one last note, 72% of the money coming in on Seattle and also 80% of the money coming in on Seattle. So everybody's in agreement. We all like Seattle in this one. Yeah. We're going to move on to the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. Saints favored by five and a half in this one on the road and 45 and a half is the total. A big story just broke with Kamara and the COVID here under protocol. So you got that going. Kamara won't be in this game. Got a good backup with Murray, so I wouldn't be too worried. I don't know if he's going to be under the protocol now, too, because usually all running backs go under that same protocol. Even then, still kind of got small lean here for the Saints. They still do need to win. 
They still have a chance at the number one seed with a Green Bay loss here, which is not far-fetched with, with, with Green Bay facing the Bears here in, in a must-win spot. And then they, they also need a Seattle win. So they actually need Seattle to win for them to get that spot. And then um, the Panthers, if you're looking at the Panthers side of things, they're looking at the eighth pick right now, D. Not much motivation here. Saints really good on the road. Road field advantage, if you want to call it that. 17-6 and six against the spread. I would lean Saints here, D. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I kind of – well, you know – I like Saints Teddy to win covers. the game, but I, I'm, I'm gonna go Teddy Covers in this spot just because I've done it all year long with Teddy Covers. So I'll take the plus five and a half with the Panthers. They are 0 and 10 this season when allowing 22 or more points, and the Saints come in scoring 26 or more straight and nine straight with Breeze at quarterback. That's only sure. with Breeze at quarterback. But there's, uh, you know, Teddy Covers. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish yeah. riding out the season. So I, you know, not one of my biggest picks of the week, but a small lean on the on the Panthers right. plus five and a half here. One one quick note: the Saints are five and zero against the division this year. They've never finished undefeated against the division. Okay. So that's on the line in this game right here. Also, one last last note: sixty percent of the bets coming in on, on New Orleans, but ninety-seven percent of the money spread-wise coming in on Carolina. Okay. So everybody's riding the Teddy Covers spread. They know about the him Teddy by Covers now. trend as well. So we're gonna move on to the last two games of the weekend. Titans against the Texans. This is a big one for Tennessee. It is. Deep. Seven and a half. They are favored by on the road. 55 and a half is the total. Yeah, nice high total here. Should be a lot of points here with uh, Deshaun against Tannehill. And you know, Tannehill's gone over 20 of the last 25 games, guys, in the regular season. These guys score points and they give up points. I like a couple of player props here. Just so you guys know, Henry is going to be going for, I think he's going to be going for 2,000. He's 223 yards away. You're probably going to get a number around 100 to 110 for Henry. I like that total to go. I like for Henry to go over those yards, even though it's a high number. He's rushed for over 200 yards against the Texans the last two times and four of the last five times. He's rushed over 200, believe it or not. You also got, I like a nice little player prop here on A.J. Brown. Why? A.J. Brown has 924 yards. I am guarantee you they'll be trying to get him the ball Get him over a thousand yards. Seventy-six yards will do it. The total is gonna be right around that number. Corey Davis is at nine forty-five, so he needs fifty-five yards. I don't know about Corey Davis is over because he he probably he's fifty-five yards. He won't need to go over his total for his player prop. But I do like AJ Brown. I do like the Tennessee Titans, and I do like the over. Sorry, D. I, I had a lot of I had a lot nah, of that game. All good. I uh, like a lot of stuff in that game. A lot, a lot, a lot of things in that game. A lot Titans of, need a win, so you know. All these Tennessee games pretty much go over, right? Yep, they go over, so they put up numbers. This is a big one for Tennessee. Their defense is horrible, though. Of yeah. all the team, well, 15 teams that have a 500 or better record at this point in the season, they are the worst, allowing 26.7 points per game. Yeah. AFC, the AFC uh, title is, I mean, well... The, I, the AFC South title is on the line yeah, in this AFC one, right? South, yep. So, with Titans, win. with a win, the Titans wrap that up. And if they lose, it opens it up the door for the Colts, right? It does. If the it Colts does. win. 300 what? or more total yards allowed in 25 straight games. That is the longest streak with that trend. Tennessee is allowing that. The defense, again, I keep mentioning how poor they are. And keep that in mind going forward when you get into wild card weekend next week and the division around two weekends from now. Texans coming into this one, losing four straight. The, but they have won seven of eight home games against the Titans in the series. Mm. Don't think it matters much. 
that stat right there, I am going to lean Titans really strongly in this one. Yeah. Buy it down to seven. Dude, just so you know, too, that the Titans, they could also get in if they get a loss from the Ravens or the Dolphins. So they could actually lose and still get in with a loss from either either one of those guys. So keep that 64% in 64% of the bets coming in on Tennessee and 67% is on the money, or the 67% of the money is on Tennessee. Mm. And that's for the spread. So, yeah, people seeing it like we see it. 67% yeah. of the people, at least. Sounds like that Tennessee. Well. We're going to move on to the last one here. Football team against the Eagles. Football team favored by three and a half on the road, and the total is 43 and a half. Yeah, you're definitely going to have some people watching this game. I, uh, I, according to who wins, whether it's Dallas or the New York Giants, all those fans will be totally on this game seeing if, if Washington loses. Because if Washington wins, they're in. Eagles right now, D, they actually projected to get the number six pick overall. So there's no really, I, I mean, I, you know they want to play well because it's a division opponent. But right now they're at six. I'm sure they want to stay there. Question mark is Alex Smith. Is he going to play? I, I was reading that Rivera needs to see how he feels today on Saturday, see how Alex Smith is feeling. We'll, you should be able to get that information before game time. As it stands now, Washington three and a half. I'll take Washington three at the three and a half. I'll take Alex Smith. Alex Smith plays. McLaurin is a question mark here, D. Antonio Gibson, question mark. So those are big guys right there. I'm in agreement with you, Roski, my brother. I love Washington in this spot. Of all the teams in the NFC East, counting all units, offensive, defensive, I think the Washington defensive unit is the spe the best unit of nice. all the teams in the NFC East. 4-1 and one with Alex Smith, 2-8 and eight with all the other guys. I would I'd, I'd love them if Alex Smith is starting. Yeah. Of course, if he's not, then, it, you know, it's not a bet for me. I agree. Um, and, of course, Ro mentioned it. They win the NFC East outright with a win. I mean, how much more motivation do you need, right? So they're going to need Alex Smith to, for this one. My strong gut feeling is that Alex Smith does the, get the start in this one. Rookie court, rookie starting quarterbacks against Ron Rivera, 7-14. and 14. Oh, okay. Jalen Hurts, of course, a rookie this year, so it, it, that doesn't Literally. bode well for him. Of course, if Alex Smith gets the nod, we love football team, bro. You in agreement? I agree. Only make sure you guys have that information. Obviously, you'll get that information before game time. That's the standalone game there at night, at the night game. So make sure you get that information. But, yeah, I agree with that. Listen, I, I, I love the Buy Washington defensive unit. It's been the last six games now for them that they've allowed. Uh, it's 20 or fewer. So, you know, feel good about Washington if Alex Smith is getting the nod there. Also, 66% of the bets, but 95% of the money coming in on the football team. Mm, interesting. So, you know, good things to, to check out there. That was the week 17 Look ahead for the weekend. That's the last regular season yeah. card for the boys for Sad. Bet the Universe. BetTheUniverse.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify, iTunes, the other platforms where you find us, the more popular platforms. I know most of you guys are rocking the iPhone, so look into that iTunes app and uh, look for your boys with Bet the Universe. Yeah. The picks. Picks for the, picks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Top-notch picks the here, guys. The most important thing of the show. They're really good I about it. The picks. Rose, you fire, you're going to fire off? I'm going to fire off. I'm excited, ready to go. And I want to let you know that I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys here. I feel there's value there. I feel Dallas has played well the last couple of weeks. They put it together. McCarthy got it together. The defense is playing a lot better. They're facing a giant team that's that's going the opposite direction. These teams are ba basically going the opposite direction. J Dallas has been um, got the arrow pointing up. The Giants got the arrow pointing down right now. Um, 
Their defense is playing better, like I mentioned. And as far as the Giants, they've been stagnant on offense. Daniel Jones still not able to move as well. There was some question earlier about um, his movement, and uh, Judge was discussing in a press conference that Daniel Jones should be talking about it as much. There seems to be a little bit of drama there. I like Dallas one and a half. My other straight pick is going to be Green Bay at four and a half. I'll take them straight up with the four and a half. Green Bay is going to be motivated. Green Bay has a history against the Bears. I still don't trust Trubisky. Aaron Rodgers is an MVP. Their offense is shooting on all cylinders. Dylan last week was great. Aaron Jones has been amazing. Green Bay, four and a half. I'll take it. And they'll keep the division um, rivals out of the playoffs. Um, and then I got a teasers. I got two teasers now. Ten-point teaser D. Baltimore, minus three. Indianapolis, minus four. And the Tennessee and the Texans over 45 and a half. We know about Tennessee's defense, and we know how Deshaun likes to put up points. I'm not going to break the rest of those games down. You guys know what's up. And then I just added this new teaser. It's going to be a six-point teaser. Got Tennessee, one and a half. And um, I really like Tennessee. In that game, they will be able to get anything they want on offense. And then I like the Bucks at minus one. I added them late. I like them to win this game. There's incentive. There's reasoning. You still want their. You still want to have your offense gelling going into the playoff. You still want to be able to face the NFC East appoint, opponent, and you want to get an extra win here if you're the Bucks. I like the Bucks at minus one. Those sound like good picks, bro. Remember, uh, we didn't make picks for weeks. We didn't have a week 16 show for the holidays, but the week before week 15, we had a successful weekend, profitable weekend, and we're looking to do the same here. On, go out with a shebang here Yeah. on the last card of the week 17 of the NFL season. So I'm going to hit you with mines now. We're going to go pack minus four and a half, just like the dominance over the Bears franchise uh, over Aaron Rodgers' career. Number one seed on the line. I think they get it done. I'm going to go football team, minus three, by the hook. Mm. That's only if Alex Smith is starting. Okay. If Alex Smith does not get the nod, that is not a bet. But Heineke. if Alex Smith gets the nod, we by the hook will take that. Cowboys, one and a half. We love it. We like it with the division on the line. Mm. Some incentive there. Well, playoff spot on the line. They're trying to sneak in. They need help later on from Washington, but there's... Ultra motivation for the Cowboys. Giants playing very poor coming into that game. Cowboys playing very well. We like it. I'm going to throw in the Jets, plus three. I like it. <laughs> Jets, same, Jets playing well. I'm, I'm thinking Gase is trying to go out a winner here. Although he like probably won't picks. be coaching the team next year, and he'll probably be coaching the team that he's going against this weekend. I like these picks. But I like the Jets, plus three. Just, I mean, I, I'm just so uninspired by the Patriot offense, and I, I, I think... Cam has been atrocious. No, no way he'll be back next year. They're going to go out a loser. I like that. Teaser for the last one. Titans, minus one, minus one and a half. I think it's one of those, right, bro? For, for the, the Titans? Yeah, Titans, uh, six point will be one and a half. All right, so one and a half on the Titans there. Looking for them to whip ass this weekend pretty easily. And I'm going to go with the Browns, three and a half. Yep. Pittsburgh is sitting all their main guys. Thanks. Big Ben won't be out win, there. Right? You know who will be in there? Mason Rudolph, mm. he'll be in there. You know what he did last year against the Browns? He threw four picks okay. and got hit over the head with a helmet. Okay. That's what he did last year. Let's not do that. Browns three and a half. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, maybe he could throw the four picks but not get hit in the head with the helmet. Got, cool. got bashed <laughs> over the head with a helmet last year by Miles Garrett, too. Not just by a regular. It was, it was a helmet swung by the yeah. mighty arm of Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's strong, man. Strong guy. Surprised he wasn't killed. Yeah, I mean, 
if if he said what he said, if if it's true that I don't know, there's a lot of there's a there, lot that a happened. lot of extra there. There's a lot of extra we don't want to get into all that. that Too much stuff. Yeah. We don't want to start 2021 with that. You want to touch on the NBA, D? Yes, let's touch on the NBA real quick. Uh, we did the NBA preview show a few weeks ago. You know, some things have happened since then. We're gonna keep it real simple and just touch on a few of the teams that got off to hot starts. And a few of the teams that didn't get out to some so too hot of a start role. What do you want to start with? I want to start with Atlanta. I mean, I think they're the most impressive team so far that I've seen in the East. I'll be honest with you. I mean, we I'm breaking it down. I'm looking at each the team right now. The way that Atlanta's played against Bro- the, played the last couple of nights against Brooklyn. They just came up back to backs. Yeah, with yeah. Brooklyn. They look really impressive. D and I like the additions. We talked about their additions. They do have a couple of injuries with Gallo and, and Rondo kind of being in and out. You know, I, I expect those guys to be playing th- the rest of the season, though. But Bogdanovich has gotten off to a great start. He's an excellent shooter. I mean, Collins looks really good. Clint Capella was killing them last night against Brooklyn. I, I like Cam Reddish's development and Kevin Herter off the bench. I just like this team so far, D. They're 4-1. We we liked, we took them for the over total on their season total for the year. And, and the reasons they're depth, D, and... and well, listen, un- until this last game, uh, last win against Brooklyn, they hadn't scored less than 120 points in any of these games. Three straight wins against Chicago, Memphis, Detroit to start the season out. They okay. took the first L against Brooklyn the other night, the first of the back-to-back against and Brooklyn. Battled. And they put up 141 in that loss. And then they come back and then wow. they beat Brooklyn outright this last one. So a 4-1 and one start for Atlanta there. I also mentioned the Phoenix in the West over there. They're getting off to a hot start at 5-1. and one. Impressive wins for them. Clippers look great out the gate. Clippers look, look very strong. motivated because of what happened to them last year. Slow like start for Denver. The yeah, one and four so far. Kind of surprised at that start. I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised. And Golden State, I kind of expected it, man. Golden State's just not the same team right now, no? I mean, the West, outside of Phoenix getting off to the crazy hot start, everything looks pretty much like yeah. we thought it would be, right? Phoenix one looks, and two, Golden look, State two and Phoenix three. Phoenix looks better than what I thought. I know you were on Phoenix, D. I'll give you credit so, for that So, pick. So many additions to the roster. Jay and Crowder, and the, the point, The point guard, Chris Paul, running the show. You yeah. have to like Makes Phoenix, man. That You have to like them this year, especially with how they went out in the bubble last year, 9-0 and in those games. D, right now, they're almost their top 10 in field goal percentage. They're top 10 in... in three-point percentage. They're top three in three points made. This team is pretty, pretty playing pretty well, good I, I just thought with Chris Paul running and, and having the ball in his hands and Devin Booker not having to do that and now playing off the ball just gives him more options to just wreak havoc on defenses. You know what I'm saying? And guys like Miles Bridges, Miles, Michael Bridges, he's developing. Cameron Johnson, who was really good in North Carolina, he's developing. These guys are averaging 15, 14 points a game. That, that's a big thing, right? I didn't expect that from those guys. Also want to touch on Indiana's hot start in the East. They're playing good ball. They're Malcolm Brogdon over there, Jeremy Lamb. T.J. Warren from last year. Warren, he was yeah. their stud last year. Victor uh, Oladipo, he's coming off. Remember, he had the devastating injury a few years back, so yeah. this is his first year back at full strength. They also getting out to a hot start out there. They're the actually East. number one in field goal percentage right now. Excellent shooting over there. Not a, not, yeah, not a team that we talked much about, uh, right. to, to, but, you know, we got to be taking no and we're giving them their props. You know, yeah. that's what we do over here on the adjustment over here. Uh, Milwaukee, a little concerning, 3-3. Three and three. You know, they got some new pieces over there, you know, new surroundings around Gianna, so let's see if they can uh, get better, make a better push Miami. Yeah. What's up with Miami? I mean, that injury to Jimmy Butler definitely has a lot to do with it. And we were also looking at their schedule, competitive schedule to start the season. 
you know, they'll get some easier wins down when they're moving through. I also like what I've seen from Philly, D. We talked about them being a good regular season team with Doc this year. I like the the, the moves that they made in the offseason. They look like a good team this year. Yeah. Uh, no, just key games that I've seen. Uh, New York with an impressive 20-point victory against Milwaukee last week, and that kind of stood out to me. Um, Brooklyn's bad defensive woes stand out yeah, right away. Pretty bad on the Swiss cheese on defense over there. Boston looking a bit shaky, a little inconsistent over there with the departure of Hayward. They you know, look like they lost a little bit and of no firepower yet, over there. You know? No Kimba um, yet. Yeah, just, you know, just things that we were taking note of. Orlando with a 4-1 start. That came out of nowhere. Cleveland was undefeated. I think they took a loss the other night for the first time. Now there are two losses on Cleveland now. One more thing, too, D, in the West real quick. Touch on the Rockets. I talked to you about Christian Wood. Very impressed with him. And they're starting, like, seven or eight players. I was looking at their roster. Very good team. I, they're underrated. I, I, if I was Harden, I'd take another look at this team. If they're healthy... With, with Wall, with Gordon, with Cousins. You know, I even like Sterling Brown off the bench. These guys, they got a good team, man. They got yeah, a yo, pretty good yo, team listen, over Christian there. Christian Will was coveted in, in the offseason, and he's coming through 25 points per game, 9.3 rebounds a game. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's a, they he's just a good haven't player. got the wins yet. Solid you know, player. Uh, we thought Embiid would come out solid this year. He's playing uh, 26 points per game with 12 rebounds per game, so he's, he's contributed. The hot star for Cleveland, Andre Drummond and Colin Sexton has taken yeah, Sexton, his game right? to the next level. He's t- averaging 26 a game right now. So With no love, too. You know, so Andre Drummond impressive. is among, among the rebound leaders. I think he's, he's 13, about 13 rebounds a game yeah, for Drummond. So, you know, just taking note of, of the early start here for some that Jeremy Grant is playing well for Detroit. Detroit's at the bottom of the standings, but <laughs> and he's the standing reason, out. D, the reason that we like to mention this for you guys is you guys could try to get some early value because soon the odds makers will be on to some of these teams like Atlanta, like Indiana, and you might not get the same line value. Jump on them now. You're able to get some good value on these teams. First two weeks of the wins. season, there was a lot of value on Atlanta, man. Like they, they yeah. very short lines and all. And now it's starting to kind of catch up because uh, you know their success, impressive win against Brooklyn the other night. Yeah, man. And They're they were impressive team. in both games, even the game they lost. So you know, we touched on NBA there. Of course, we as the season progresses, we'll get more and more into that, especially with NFL leaving now soon. Yeah. Here, there's about a month left for NFL. A, a lot less games to cover. I'm trust me, I'm looking forward to covering less games. A lot less games for the NFL, being that we're going into wild card and divisional and so on. So we'll be wrapping up that pretty soon, and then it'll just be basketball, right? Yeah. Until uh, MLB then starts, and then the MLB, we'll, we'll start baseball. ratcheting up the MLB talk as well. Exactly. I know you baseball heads are waiting for that weather to get warm and all that. So, yeah, man, uh, you know, good start to the 2021. COVID is still amongst us. That didn't go away with the turn of the year, but, you know. Looking like that vaccine's on the way for everybody, yeah, and maybe by the forward. end of the summer, we'll, we'll be back to uh, to what things were pre-COVID. Exactly. Roel, any last notes on the show? No, man, just hoping you guys have a great new year and hoping you got some good picks this weekend and, and make some money, win some money, and have discipline if you need it. You always need that discipline with that money. All right, guys, hey, listen, responsible, you know, just because the year, nothing changes. Responsible gambling, we're looking for profitable gambling. Be careful out there, guys, and uh, enjoy the weekend. Week 17, the last regular season weekend of the season. Bet the universe.